Welcome back, welcome back to another segment of Pretty Women Pray Too. Truly Jesus is God, truly Jesus is good, and he is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. He is a excellent savior. He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is a mediator. He is the advocate. He is everything that you need. Jesus is. And and, and we're just really going to be talking a little bit about the deity of Jesus Christ. See, you have to understand that a lot of people have been bamboozled, have been brainwashed, have been deceived because of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Who Jesus, because of doctrines of devils and, and you as a child of God, you need to understand one thing who Jesus is. Either Jesus was a lunatic or Jesus was God. Either or. You have to come to the realization and the understanding of understanding who Jesus is. We have been fed by doctrines of devils in believing that Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. The second person of a trinity. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I believe in the Bible. I believe in the Old Testament and I believe in the New Testament. I believe that we are saved by faith and it's the grace of God who saved us and not ourselves. We have been brought with a price and we are not our own. So I really believe that the word of God is the word of God. And I hope that you believe that too. And I and I just hope you believe that too. So in, in the Bible, in the book of the laws, the Pentateuch, in the book of Deuteronomy, you have it in Deuteronomy 6 and 4. The Bible tells us, Hear, O Israel, the Lord... Our God is one Lord. Let that ring into your spirit. Hear, O Israel. He did not say, Hear, O Sodomite. He did not say, Hear, O Amnonites. He didn't. He, he wasn't talking to any other people. He was talking to his own people. He was talking to his own people. To hear, O Israel, this is a declaration. This is a proclamation. This is something that you cannot say you don't believe in because this is law. This is eternal law. This is universal law. This is a law that cannot be done away with. Hear, O Israel, that the Lord our God is one Lord. And and, and here you have it even in James 2 and 19 where the Bible tells us that even the demons believe that God is one and they tremble. 
You know why they tremble? Because they know that Jesus is deity. They know that Jesus is supreme. They know that God is one God. So either Jesus was God or he was not. And and you have it that the enemy, he don't want you to believe in the oneness of God because it puts you into a place of salvation. It puts you into a place of the truth. You will have enemies, devil seducing spirits coming after you tooth and nail hell and foot hand and hand letting you know proclaiming that they is something ministers of um, ministers of Satan uh, professing to be ministers of light uh, trying to convince you that Jesus is not God when in fact he is and if any man tell you or preach the doctrine of the devil saying that Jesus is not God they are accursed do not receive these people into your home you have to understand because by believing that Jesus is he you have salvation if you do not believe that Jesus is he then you will die in your sins so so here you have it you have this very question that, that, that rings out through eternity, that rings out through ages. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? And, and, and what makes Jesus so God? Who is Jesus? A lot of people say that Jesus is just the son of God. Oh, well, you have to understand that in the council of Nicaea, 325 AD, where where you have this sect of believers and another sect of believers trying to understand and trying to figure out the deity of Jesus Christ to the point they so confused that they don't even understand. It's causing causing chaos in Rome. So, So you have the Roman emperor, Constantine. He calls for the council. He calls for bishops to come together and 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 people to bring their their, their um, concerns and their worries to this council, and they begin to form form a creed, saying what they believe in. And I'm here to tell you that that they have come up. They will try to say that yes, that Jesus is you know he is divine and. All of these things, but just being divine is not good enough. Jesus, we have to give Jesus the credit of being supreme, of being seated above all powers and principality. You can be divine, but if but but is you a, a, a de- is you deified? Is you is you um um seated above? And the Bible declares that Jesus is seated above all powers and principalities. So you have to understand that, that, that the enemy wants to get you confused on who you need to believe in. See, see, the Bible tells us throughout all scriptures, and I'm just going to give you a few scriptures to reference on because the Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved. Study to show ourselves approved. We must study to show ourselves approved. 
You know why? Because we have a trickster. We have a thief. We have an adversary of the man of human souls that want to see you fail, that want to see you deceive. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. And just by Jesus being the truth, the way, and the life, he declares his deityship. He declares that he is God just by that very statement that I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. You have to understand that he is the way. Oh, you can't get, you can't get to heaven by your own means of, of astral projecting. You, you can't astral project your way up out of here when God come back and destroy this earth. You can't astral project the, the spirit of God that's on the inside of you. The very spirit that raised up Jesus Christ uh, is going to be the only spirit who is able to raise up your body so you can go up out of this world. See, 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 you have to understand that the, the world that we're living in is wicked. And, and, and if you don't understand Jesus, uh, you will surely die in your sins. You will truly die in your sins. So here we have it. Throughout all eternity, throughout all ages, we are found with this one question being unanswered. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? And like I said that I'm going to give you a few scriptures because I I could tell you all day long how I came to know Jesus and how Christ revealed himself to me. But it may work a little bit, but you need the word of God. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and dividing soul and spirit, bone and marrow. See, the word of God is going to divide everything in your life that is not of God. So you can understand. You ain't going to be able to just think with your emotions. You're going to think with logic because the word of God is that double-edged sword that's going to to come and, and, and separate it. It's going to slice it. It's going to do a surgery upon you. That is the power of God where it begins to do surgery on us because we need it. So here... In Matthew um, 16, we're going to start at verse 13. And and, and, I'm, and I just really want you to read this and, and kind of understand because this very question hangs up your salvation. Your salvation hangs upon this very question. So I wouldn't take this lightly. I would really try to find out. If I am saved, I will really trim my light just like those five virgins did the um, five foolish virgins, how they, you know what I'm saying? It was five foolish and five wives. Then five wives trimmed their lamps. They all tried to trim their lamps. But the five wives trimmed their lamps to examine themselves to see if they were really in the faith. Are you really in the faith? You must examine yourself to see if you are really in the faith. And I'm not talking about no doctrine of devils. I'm not talking about no Trinitarian faith. I'm not talking about the faith that the enemy has 
has showed you. You have to study to show yourself approved. A workman needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of God. It is your responsibility. The Bible tells us to save ourselves from this untoward generation and you have to seek after God like never before because I'm here to tell you that if you do not know your God, if you do not know your God, if you do not know if you are truly saved, quorum scriptures won't be enough because it ain't about quorum scriptures. It's about have you accepted Jesus? Do you understand who Jesus is? Hallelujah. So here you find it in the book of Matthew chapter 16, starting at verse 13. And it reads, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah's or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon, Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then he charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. That he was Jesus the Christ. And, 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 and this is where you have it. That this is very profound. Because Jesus began to ask Peter. Who do men say that I am? That is a question that rings, that rings out through all ages. Who do men say that I am, that I am, Jesus asked. And the disciples begin to say, oh, they just saying you a prophet. Oh, they just saying you a prophet. See, you have to understand that prophet had spiritual abilities. Uh, prophets uh, were able to heal the sick. Uh, prophets uh, were able to do certain miracles. Uh, you have to understand that prophet was able to perform signs and miracles. Prophet was able to cast out devils. Uh, so they said that men are just saying that you are a prophet. Huh. These are one mere men saying. But then he began to ask his followers, who do you say I am? 
Maybe some of his followers were, were confused about who he really is. That's why, why, why Peter was the only, only uh, uh, um, voice who echoed out that came to the forefront of the scriptures by saying that you are Jesus, the son of God. And when he said the son of God, he wasn't saying that just like you have a son, that that's my little son. But he was declaring that Jesus was God manifested in the flesh that Jesus was incarnated of God that Jesus were indeed God who manifested himself who put himself into Mary and became Jesus that Jesus was the manifestation of the invisible God he was the visible God in the manifestation of that so you have to understand that 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 Jesus began to then say because of this revelation nothing else this is the birth of the church on this revelation the apostles doctrine on this revelation that Jesus will begin to build his church so are you even in the church You can say that you are even in the church or even in the body of God without understanding or even believing in this revelation. And you may say, well, I'm very confused. Well, you have to begin to seek after God. See, only his true disciples were able to really was able to understand and know. That's why you have to be a real disciple. You have to be really born again to understand uh, this doctrine of Christ. Uh, It's not a mystery. Only Jesus, only God can reveal who Jesus is. Uh, Only God can reveal who Christ is. Only God could reveal. Only God could be in in, in Christ reconciling uh, the world back to himself. I'm here to tell you that you need uh, this revelation. You need this understanding if you believe and if you feel that the gates of hell is is prevailing against you that's only because you have not came to the understanding you have not been baptized into the body of Christ you have not been baptized into the church because God had decreed and declared that upon this rock upon this revelation that I will that I will that I will build my church and the gates and the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Gotta get that revelation. Ask God to reveal himself to you. It, it, it's not it's not enough. It's not enough to take on another man's testimony. Just I could tell you all day that I believe that Jesus is God. But until you get on your face, uh, until you cry out to God and ask God, Lord, reveal yourself to me just like you did to Peter. Lord, reveal yourself to me just like you did to John the Revelator. And I'm here to tell you that John the Revelator is a very peculiar disciple. John the Revelator, he knew God. He knew Jesus. Jesus, uh, he knew God. 
He said the disciple that, that you love, the disciple in your bosom, I'm talking about you have to have to hunger out the God like never before. I'm talking about John the Revelator. He hungered and thirst after God. I'm talking about God begin to show him great things, great understanding. That's how John the Revelator could say that if any man had not the son, had not the father, because he understood the deity of Christ. He understood that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He understood that if any man do not receive the doctrine of Christ, that you have to let him know you can't even come in my house because this thing is serious. I'm here to tell you, you need God. I'm here to tell you, you need this revelation. I'm here to tell you that even the demons tremble because they believe. Because they believe. But I I just want to give you some scriptures so you could have an understanding on who is Jesus. So we, we understand that by Matthew 16 and 13, that Jesus is not a prophet. He's, he's not that. Jesus is not no prophet, okay? That's what a lot of people want to come down to let you know that Jesus was just a prophet. Jesus was just this and, and Jesus was just that and all this type of stuff. They want to compare Jesus to mere man when God is not a man, okay? God is not a man. So you have to understand that in order to even operate on the earth, you have to have a, 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 a earth suit, uh, you have to have flesh. So God is not even going to come down here unauthorized. So he's going to put himself in a body. He could not swear by anybody other than himself because there was nobody higher. There was nobody greater. So he had to come and, 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 and put himself into a, a, a Mary. And you probably be like, oh, that sounds crazy. Well, it, it may sound crazy, but I'm here to tell you, get in a relationship with God. All this stuff going on, you think that sound crazy. You, if you think this sound crazy, try walking up the street and, and you just see demons tra- transforming, jumping in people, changing their faces, people putting witchcraft on you and stuff working. You need Jesus. But, um, okay, so in 1 Timothy 3 16, it says, and without controversy, Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh. Right there. We just going to start right there. We ain't even got to read that whole scripture. 1 Timothy 3 and 16. And without controversy. Without argument. Without debate. Great is the mystery. See, you got to understand that it is a mystery. People think this is a, is a mystery. They don't understand the concept of the oneness of God. So they rather believe in the Trinitarian concept versus the oneness of God because the Bible declares that in the last days they will be given in to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils so that is a doctrine of a devil you have to understand here O Israel that the Lord our God is one but first Timothy says that and without argument without debate that 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 you know the mystery of godliness that God was manifested in the flesh Justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up unto glory. We ain't even got to go no further by that scripture. That God was manifested in the flesh. Somebody say that God was manifested in the flesh. God was. It didn't say Jesus was manifested in the flesh. It says God was manifested in the flesh. 
So you got to get that. You got to get that. You have you you have to get that in your spirit. You know that that that's just that's just something that you have to get in your spirit, okay? Because we living in some 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 perilous times where you got this enemy. He's he's out to get that. You know, Jesus said that I am my Father or what. You have to get there. You and, and, and that's this another reason why you need revelation and understanding because this Bible, the the Word of God has been tainted. The Word of God has been. You know, just at the castle of Nicaea, you know how they agreed to bring everybody philosophy and understanding into one agreement. You don't think that they mess with the Bible, but that don't mean that you need to not believe in the Bible. Yes, the Bible have been tainted, but it is still your responsibility to seek God. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. That's why you need the Holy Spirit, okay? Because guess what? Don't just say, I'm not going to read the Bible because people was playing with it. No, this is still the word of God, okay? And no matter who was playing with it, the truth is still going to stay. So they could try to take something from it the way God said, oh, baby, the truth will be right here. And they didn't think that they didn't, uh, got the page up out the book. Uh, we going to take this out the book. But the truth, you can't do nothing with the truth or for the truth. You can't hide truth. You can, you can hide a lie, but you can't hide no truth. But eventually, if you got the spirit of truth, that lie is going to be, you know what I'm saying, that lie going to come up. Every, you can't hide nothing. To be honest, you, I mean, you can't do nothing with the truth but believe the truth. So you have to understand that even though these men had taken out of the Bible and tried to make a trinitarian concept, the oneness of God is still in here, and they'll try to have scriptures saying that if he was one and if he was God, then why did he say father and all these frivolous things? But you have to study to show yourself approved. In the Bible, you you already see for yourself that, that God already only revealed it to his disciples. He had only revealed it. So a lot of people... Who don't know God or not his disciples. So you need to make sure that you are engrafted in. You need to ask God to reveal himself to you. Because your salvation lies on this word question. Who do you say that Jesus is? Is Jesus just a prophet to you? Or is Jesus indeed God manifested in the flesh according to 1 Timothy 3 and 16 and according to St. John 1 and 1 and according to a whole lot of other scriptures? You have to understand this for yourself. No man knows the Father except through Jesus Christ. He was with his disciples and his disciples, you know, were all asking, Lord, show us who you, show us the father, show us the father so it could benefit us. Show us the father. And then Jesus replied, have I been with you for a long time? And yet you keep saying, show us the father, show me, show me the father. I've been with y'all. I am he. You know, because a lot of times we, we don't understand certain things because we only understand natural things. We only understand the natural logic of things. But you have a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly all what you may ask or even think of. You have to understand that, that Jesus is God of salvation. A God who heals. So if you do not have Jesus, there's no salvation. There's no remission for your sins. God is not a, a there's not three guys in one. Okay. That is a bamboozled false doctrine. Okay. Jesus is one God. God is, God have manifested himself in three ways. He manifested himself 
as father in creation, as son in redemption, and as Holy Spirit in regeneration. So you have to understand that, yes, God have manifested himself to the world in three different ways, as we know, but he never manifested himself as three different gods. That is doctrine of devils, okay? That is a doctrine of devil and your salvation lies on this. So when people start to come up to you and say, well, yeah, I believe in the second in the second God of the big God, you need to say, hey, 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 listen, listen, I understand what you believe in, but, but let me, let God reveal himself to me because all this stuff, you may not understand it, but that's why it's, you have to pray. That's why pretty women pray. Pretty women pray for understanding. Pretty women pray for guidance. Pretty women pray for direction. Pretty women pray to, to get their mind right. Pretty women pray for, for, for God to make a way. That's why you have to pray. Men are always to pray and not faint. You know what I'm saying? When somebody brings something to your door and you don't understand it, pray. You got to pray. You got to be in constant communication with God. And I'm not telling you, you have to have to just always take out your day to pray. No, you should make some, some prayer time, but you just need to be in communication with God. When you wake up, thank you, Lord, throughout your day, just thank God. It don't, it don't, it don't, it don't have to be this burnt out religious type of prayer. You just have to be in a connection with God. Like, Lord, I love you. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for revealing yourself to me. Because man didn't, you know, men have been trying to deceive me from not believing in you, Jesus. But but I believe in Jesus. I believe that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. And when you begin to believe in this, here come the enemy trying to take this belief out of your soul, out of your spirit so it won't grow. But I'm here to tell you that if you ever have believed that Jesus is God, that seed is there. And the enemy is going to try to come and snatch it out of you. But you have to keep on decreeing and declaring that Jesus is God, that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is God. You know, your salvation hangs on that. And I and I can't stress that enough. And and and, and I can't stress that enough. You know, God was, was manifested in the flesh. You you have to know that. You have to know that. That even in the book of Isaiah, you know, it reads that. God cannot be compared to nobody. There's no one besides God. There's nobody with God. You know what I'm saying? God is a spirit. When God created the heaven and the earth, it said that God created things through Jesus, through the logos, through the word. So just because you don't understand, you trying to understand from a a human perspective, you'll never understand God without the Holy Spirit. Read your Bible. Study to show yourself approved. Pray and ask Jesus to reveal himself to you. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus is Lord. And according to Deuteronomy 6 and 4, Hear, O Israel, that the Lord, our God, is one Lord. And you have to understand that whosoever believes in Jesus shall have everlasting life. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit. And remember that Jesus is the supreme deity. He is God and God alone. Have a blessed day.